0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML.
1: I want to get into what uh, I thought was a fascinating uh, issue yesterday that was brought up at uh, at one of the committee meetings at City Hall. A pitch was put forward yesterday before council to turn the booking responsibility for Tim Hortons Field over to Spectra. Now, that's that agency that does the booking for First Ontario Place. It's Cops Coliseum, whatever you want to call it, and of course for Hamilton Place. it's interesting because obviously these are people that are experts in that field, but there seemed to be some opposition to it on the committee level anyway. Yesterday, Chad Collins is the counselor for Ward Five, out in the East End of the city. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Good morning, Chad. How are you today?
0: I'm doing well. Bill, and yourself?
1: Good. Good. Listen, uh, just a, as a, a preamble to this, I mean, you know, the the the, the stadium's up there. I don't want to get into the litigation between the city and everyone else there. That's something that hopefully is going to be resolved. But I, th- I think the frustration a lot of people are feeling right now, Chad, is not about that, but about the fact that that thing sits empty enough a lot of the time and there is the potential to make money there.
0: It, it, it does, and, and there is potential, as you know, Bill. And, um, you know, historically, stadiums certainly haven't been as successful a venue as arenas and, and other facilities along those lines. Um, you know, through the 70s and maybe into the 80s, we witnessed a lot of uh, – Of um, uh, music groups, um, you know, Tour North America, and and there was sort of that stadium circuit that they were on, and it seemed that into the 90s and beyond, um, most of those um, high-profile events found their way uh, into arenas and other types of venues like large convention centers. And so, um, you know, any municipality that has an outdoor stadium has been forced to find unique ways and means in which to fill the seats when the prime tenant is not playing a game and in this case it's the tie cats and so we've always had our challenges to to find um, you know someone to to play or or even to just to use the facility if it's not a concert and and of course we had our own internal issues where you know we had a long-standing unwritten rule that we weren't going to have outdoor concerts after some of the high-profile ones caused some problems for the neighbors in the 70s those things are, are well behind us we have a policy now that says we want to fill the stadium um, not just outside, but we have a lot of recreational amenities and meeting rooms inside the stadium for indoor events as well. And so we've tried over the last number of years, especially with the new stadium, with the new amenities, to find ways and means in which to utilize the building to offset the cost to taxpayers. And we've been relatively successful.
1: I was going to say, you obviously get updates on that about uh, money that's being generated. I mean, I've attended, I've I've emceed a few events that have been held mm-hmm. inside the stadium, not on the field itself, but in those rooms. So th- that's got to be happening. Is it happening enough?
0: Well, it, it's not. and and that's why we had the report yesterday. We aside from the the issue that we're talking about, we've challenged our staff uh, two budget cycles ago to aggressively go out and find new revenue sources for the city in all areas. And so we've seen some reports come forward that talked about you know advertising opportunities. We've capitalized on those. and uh, and this is one of those files that I think that have been given to our revenue generation department. and um, and they've gone off and done some research and and presented a case to us yesterday that said instead of internally booking this with a contract employee, um, that we would go out and hire Spectra who has international experience in booking uh, small, medium, and large type of events uh, for facilities and municipalities across not just Canada but, but the world. And uh, they have a proven track record. And so the the proposal was to draw on their expertise to allow them as a pilot project to take over for the contract employee that we have. And to be fair to the employee, whoever it is, and I don't know who they are, um, their their job was simply uh, to provide an intake service. So they weren't out beating the bushes trying to find, um, uh, you know, someone to rent the facility. They were uh, recording those people who called or corporations who called in to ask for the facility. They had other job duties in addition to that. Um, but the proposal we had yesterday was a little bit different. It said that um, the, the contract employee's position is up. And there's an opportunity to draw on the expertise of of Spectra, who, as you noted in the opening of the show, uh, provide those same services uh, for the uh, First Ontario Centre and the uh, Hamilton Place uh, facility. And so that the the committee had, a, I think, a very good debate around the benefits of that. There was a, uh, a request to hold this off for community consultation. So it's been delayed, uh, I believe, about a month, uh, and uh, in a bit of a month's time, that report will be back in front of us. And, and I, I really don't see a downside to this. I, I'm all for community consultation, but I, I'm not certain what the opposition would be in light of the fact that we provide and it's guaranteed in our contract with the TICATS the city has hundreds and hundreds of hours at its uh, disposal to use for not just city events but for community events and and as far as I know from the information we received yesterday and have in the past that uh, system and contract has worked fairly well.
1: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.